1: Hey, everyone, it's Raheel. By now, you may have learned that I have a major sweet tooth. So for today's Food Tuesday, I want to play back an interview from earlier this year when lead producer Dina Kespa talked to Sean the Food Sheep about the best hidden dessert spots in Houston. From a unique Indian sweet shop to a box of cookies that he says will change your life, we're exploring these spots and more to help you discover the H-Town sugar rush of a lifetime. It's May 2nd, I'm Raheel Snali, and here's what Houston is talking about. Take it away, Dina.
0: Sean, I'm so excited to have you on CityCast Houston today.
2: Excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. Okay, so first, I want to kind of tell people a little bit about yourself. You go by Sean the Food Sheep on your social media platforms. What? Where, how did you get that name?
2: yeah so basically i started uh doing food reviews on tiktok like i think a year and a half ago just kind of as a joke i didn't think it would blow up or anything like that and then uh sean the food sheep basically where that comes from is i don't know if you know the show sean the sheep it's like used to be this british show so i was like oh let me just add food in there you know (laughs) my name's sean let me just add food in there and and that's just kind of how it went i should change the name (laughs) like because i just started as a joke so i didn't expect it to do that well but i I should change the name but you know, Honestly, I've just yeah. uh, everybody like just knows me as the sheep when I walk around now. Um <laughs> so I'm I'm just I'm just gonna keep it. But who knows? Maybe maybe we'll change the name down the road.
0: Fair. I have to say, Sean the Sheep is such a cute little wholesome kid show. They don't make it like that anymore, I have to say.
2: I agree. I agree. I I, I need to go watch that show again because I remember growing up, that was like one of my favorite shows. It was it was so good.
0: I know. <laughs> okay, so what got you started into being a food blocker.
2: Yeah. So I, you know, I saw a lot of people going viral on, um, you know, TikTok. You remember in like 2020, (laughs) uh, you know, right when we're going into the pandemic, everybody's on TikTok, everybody's bored um, and, and, you know, didn't know what to do. So I was like, yeah, you know, I just kept watching people do this. People go viral for months at a time. And I, in April, 2021, I was like, let me just start, Mm -hmm. let me make a goal to post every day for 365 days straight. Wow. So I made that as a goal. So basically I've hit out 400 restaurant straight and you know like every day for the last 400 days so I've hit out a lot and uh you know I really love food because I think it's a great way like I mean like I haven't met one person in their life that's like I genuinely dislike food you know what I mean yeah like no one no one's like hey I hate going to the dinner table and I hate just eating like I've never met somebody like that so I feel like it's an easy connector I don't do this full time, so I this is what I do part time. Oh. So a lot of people when they come up to me, they're like, "Oh, Sean, you got to go to this place, that place." So i will like, I work seven a.m. to four p.m., mm. and then I work fully remote for my job. And then literally after four p.m. after work, I'll immediately run to a restaurant or, or, or you know or whatever place I'm going to Damn. that day. So it's it's a hustle, but it's a lot of fun too. You meet a lot of restaurateurs, you meet a lot of meet a lot of people along the way.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. I love your dedication. That's really cool. And plus, Houston's the best place for it. I mean, I feel like we've got so many restaurants, you're not going to run out of places to go eat.
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, they're like places that people think are like Houston classics or like, mm. you know, like beloved by Houston. A lot of people don't know about because wow. there's you know, literally tens of thousands of like food spots uh, in the in the Houston area.
0: Yeah. That almost makes me want to like hide my favorite ones so I don't tell people so that people don't like descend in numbers just to, like, you know, keep my little hidden gems, but I know it's not fair.
2: I I know, <laughs> and that's why, like, when, when you told me that you're like, Sean, figure out the hidden gems, when, when you asked me to put them down, I promise you the places that I have for you are <laughs> hidden gems. These are places that, like, they're all small businesses. They're all Houston-based, and like, I, you know, I, I just love it. like it, it sucks because you don't want them to get that busy, but mm-hmm. y- you love them so much you want them to succeed.
0: I know. Okay, so without further ado, we know H Town's got like an amazing list of food places to check out. My focus today with you is dessert. So tell my sweet sweet tooth where to go.
2: I got you. So, I'm a big cookie guy. I've mm. probably eaten at more cookie spots than any other person in the U.S. Like, I have a top five cookies. Like, I I, like I don't know why I'm just <laughs> obsessed with cookies. And, um, and the place that I would recommend, number one for cookies in Houston, this is like my third best spot in the U.S. for cookies. It's called Milk Mustache. So, um, oh yeah, Milk Mustache, they have two locations. They opened up a brand new location in the Galleria. So, they kind of do like, I don't know if you know crumble Cookies, but they kind To do like the same format, so they do a cookies of the week option where basically these are signature, like handcrafted, all natural gourmet cookies. Their flavors change each Monday, so they have a new list of flavors that are going to be going out this week. I need to go on their website and figure out what it is this week, but I don't know what it is about these cookies these are like six ounce massive cookies. So fill your hand. Oh my God. Yeah. No, like the, you got to be careful because each of these is going to be like 700, 800 calories each probably. Ooh. Yeah. It's a, uh, but that, that, that's what I tell people. I was like, if you're coming here, you know, this is like a, like a once, you know, in a while kind of experience. So, th- you know, the thing about these cookies is, <laughs> is that they have like extremely crunchy exteriors and they're deliciously soft, like on the inside. It's like, it's oh like kind gosh. of like cookie canyons it's like you know when you're holding the cookie you can kind of see the canyons within there it's it's incredible and i i would say that so if you're if you're looking for cookies oh my goodness check out milk mustache uh the owner tracy she's awesome uh you know I, i've gotten the chance to know her over the last year and you're know, just such a, a very kind soul and i, I think they deserve um uh, oh you know all God. the love again they're my third favorite, like cookie shop in the United States. I've tried fifty or sixty cookie shops, and they're my third. You're you're not gonna get better than that in Houston.
0: You should be nicknamed Cookie Monster. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I've gotten that nickname before. It's uh, but I, I love it. It's it's uh, it's an honor. Yeah.
0: I, I'm surprised you know I've never heard of this place I feel like every time I've asked anyone where should I get cookies from it's usually either Tiff's treats or it's going to be like crumble or it's going to be tiny boxwoods you know they're their chocolate cookie oh, yeah. chocolate chip cookie that, that's it I've never really heard of this place this is awesome
2: you no, know, it's, and it's funny you mentioned tiny uh, tiny boxwoods because I, I actually love their cookies as well. I mean, it, you know, Milk Mustache is kind of like that big six-ounce cookie. We're mm-hmm. like Tiny's Milk and Cookies. So for those that don't know, Tiny's Milk and Cookies – their cookie shop in Houston, they have three cookie locations. I think they have mm-hmm. one in Memorial, one in Upper Kirby, and one in Southside Place. So these are like your grandmother's cookies. So like, you know, when you bring them out of the cup, <laughs> the oven, like very thin, crispy. These are these are the cookies you give Santa if you want to make them happy. You know, Milk Mustache is a bit massive muffin cookies. Tiny milk and cookies are your grandmother's cookies straight from the oven. So that, that's another spot <laughs> I'd recommend as well. I'm glad you mentioned them because I, I love tiny's. And it's crazy how uh, uh, still a lot of people don't know about them uh, in Houston.
0: I love that. All right. So we've got our cookie spot that I'm definitely going to check out. Where would you go to Next
2: one of the places that i'm going to recommend is is i think a lot of places have a lot of people have tried you know japanese sweets they've tried korean sweets but i think indian sweets are incredibly underrated maybe i'm a little bit biased mm-hmm. cuz i'm i'm indian i'm punjabi yeah. but like there's this place called raja sweets they are the oldest indian sweet shop in texas so um you know they've been around for decades they're, they're on social media and the, you know they were featured on Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmern, like I think years ago. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so so they're they're very popular, and the reason why I'm bringing them up again is because I think places can be discovered, but then they can be rediscovered, right? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of the Gen X generation knows about them, a lot of the baby boomer generation know about knows about them, mm-hmm. but a lot of like you know like. You know, I'm Gen Z, millennial-ish. Like a lot of us, yeah. we don't, you know, like we don't know about these classic spots. So that's why I'm bringing it up again. And so basically, when you go there, you kind of, you know, you kind of pay by the pound. Yeah. And I'd recommend getting a variety of sweets. Like you know, but the three sweets I recommend getting, like no matter what, is the gulab jamun. These are like milk balls soaked in rose syrup. They're incredibly soft. Mm. And make sure to get a gala jamun as well. It's like a dark colored variant of the galab jamun. It's very nice and crispy on the outside. It's my personal favorite. And then the last is a barfi. It's a it's like a dense milk base. The way I would describe it, it's like if you took snow and like extremely condensed it and like poured milk over it, that's basically what it is. But <laughs> oh, Rad, wow. raja sweets on Hillcroft, insane go there for lunch mm. and they have like this quick lunch buffet that you can get and just take a take a pound of sweets uh you know to go to go home with you and you'll you'll have a good time i think indian sweets are incredibly incredibly underrated
0: oh i second that 100 percent. my husband's indian and let me tell you my first exposure to indian sweets was from my mother-in-law's hands and oh my god when i first would have gulab jamun i have to say i never really liked it i felt like i always got a taste of oil more so than I got the actual like sugar to it. That's fair. And so with my mother-in-law, it was like, it was very well balanced. It was delicious. Oh my God. I would have to like really tell her, don't make it often. Cause that, that was going to like one trip to diabetes.
2: <laughs> exactly. And that's why like the pay by pound is kind of dangerous because you know, if you get one or two pounds of these <laughs> yeah. um, and that's why I recommend milk, mustache, Raja sweets. Like you gotta, you gotta have a couple friends to share with you. If you, and what I tell people is if you're, if you want to impress a date, bring them the milk mustache cookies, or bring them some Roger sweets. You're going to have a good time.
0: Oh, I love that. And I've never heard of Raja Sweets. And I've been on Hillcroft a lot. And I've hit up so many, yeah. like I've hit up Bismillah. I've hit up Busy Boys. I really loved
2: Busy Boys sandwiches. Ooh, okay.
0: And I can't believe I've never heard of Raja Sweets. I'm so excited to try
2: this. Yeah, no, that that's the thing. It's like, you know, a lot, I think a lot of our like Indian parents, Indian grandparents or, you know, a lot of the baby boomer generations, they know about them. But again, it's like about rediscovering spots because yeah. a lot of these spots, again, there's tens of thousands of restaurants in Houston and it's just like, yeah. it's impossible to hit them all out. Like you just gave you a couple recommendations there like <laughs> no. and i'm and i'm a foodie i've hit now so, so many spots so I'll, i'm adding those to those to the list right now
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, this is definitely a hidden gem okay last but not least what is your third hidden gem spot to go
2: so this one isn't particularly just desserts okay. but they have a dessert that i think is one of the best desserts i've ever had in my life Whoa. so yeah, it's it's that good. It, it's high
1: praise. Uh, yeah,
2: and that's what I'm saying. Like, if if somebody goes there and like you don't have this incredible experience of this dessert there, I'll let you slap me in the face because that's how confident I am. It's gonna be that good. <laughs>
0: Damn. Okay. 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 So,
2: so it's called Shun Japanese Kitchen. So the um, the owner, him and his family, they've been in Houston for a while. So his dad actually owned. A, uh, a, Japanese, uh, you know, a a Japanese, you know, kitchen shop as well. And, uh, you know, the Houston, he was telling me a, a lot of the Houston Rockets players back in the day used to go to his dad's shop all the time. Like that's where they would grab dinner, you know, after games and stuff. And, um, you know, so he's he started this restaurant. He's trained in Japan. His wife is a pastry chef and they're you know they've been on yelp's top 100 list multiple times Mm. so the dessert you got to get is their pear tart so they they don't have it on their menu right now but what i would do is i would call them and order the whole thing so it'll make like this entire like massive you know pear apple tart pie for you it's gonna be a little expensive like Mm. but again it's gonna be one of the best desserts you've ever had so it's like a spice poached pear and they have some earl gray ice cream on top like i've never had anything like this like it's like It has like some kind of glaze on it it's it it truly is a party in your mouth like your taste buds (laughs) will never feel that kind of thing like you know ever again so they're on shepherd Ave near upper kirby and just shun japanese uh, kitchen so it's s-h-u-n again genuinely one of the best desserts i've ever had in my life
0: oh my god that sounds so good it sounds so unique too i don't think i've ever like heard these combination of flavors before
2: yeah it's it's different and you know they, they do a great dinner as well they're probably you know one of my top three favorite japanese spots in houston so if you haven't gone booked re- a book a reservation i think on the weekends they are pretty packed up but I, w- I would say book a reservation when you can and i think this is actually their last year in town because they're closing up shop because the i think that they didn't renew their lease um Aww. like or they weren't able to but again they're very popular and uh, i'm excited to see what they do next but again go hit them out because they close up, before they close up because it's like one of the, my favorite spots in all of Houston.
0: Oh my God, that's amazing. You, you've given people so much. Three is solid. I feel like I need to ask you for like one more honorable mention.
2: Okay, one more honorable mention. So we've gone over cookies. We've done an Indian sweet shop. So I would also recommend uh, for ice cream, we can go down the ice cream route. It's called Ooh, Flowers yes. and Cream. So they have a location. So I, I don't know if you've been to Post yet um i have yeah but you know they have a location in post and they have the location they have another location um you, you know in houston as well you can you can just look them up it's flowers and cream and these are like you know artisan you know like very, very kind of like fancy types of ice cream they do crazy flavors and they do very different cone flavors too oh. so they'll have like a red velvet cone they'll have like a cookies and cream cone you know it's like Oh, it, it, this, this type of artisan ice cream, like mm-hmm. it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing Um, nowadays. Like uh, it, it's just like this, this fancier ice cream. But oh, my God, it's a flower and cream. It's incredible. And I, I would say the most convenient thing to do is go to post, have lunch there, have dinner there, and then just go to flower and cream afterward. Just get some delicious ice cream
0: oh my gosh that sounds so good i like quickly googled because i'm like an Emerino girl i love to go to Emerino and i know it's like nice. gelato yeah it's different
2: <laughs> it's pretty too that's a that's a very pretty it's looking pretty.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i was just looking up these flavors there's like raspberry tres lettuce what that sounds crazy to me
2: i know and th- that's the thing it's like when it, it comes to ice cream i'm not a fancy guy like you know i like my typical rocky <laughs> road i like my chocolate chip but when you're there like they make these like incredibly, like, unique flavors, like, taste so simple. And mm-hmm. I want to say again, with Shun Japanese Kitchen, if it's not good, you can slap me in the face. That's how confident <laughs> I am. <laughs> Cracks me up every time. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Sean, you've given people so many awesome suggestions. This was so much fun. You have made me so hungry, even though, like, I'm not a major sweet tooth. But you've made me want to go and eat every single thing out there. So... Holla, everybody. You you heard it from Sean the Food Sheep. Check out his TikToks and Instagram. I'm so excited to have you on again to talk food. Thanks so much.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That was Sean the Food Sheep. You can follow him on Instagram with the link in our show notes. Before we go, things are going nuclear in the city this week. Literally, the FBI is conducting a multi-agency nuclear training all week long on the southeast side. So don't be alarmed when you see helicopters, military vehicles, and more for this biannual training that involves dozens of national and local agencies. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Raheel Ramzanali, and I hope you learned something new. It's all yours, Dina. Hey, 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 here's Dina.